0: It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National
1: Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you come to hear military and intel experts, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, with liberty and justice for all. Your host today, Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike. We're happy to be back. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. We stream 24-7, and now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. 24-7, so that's where you want to go. 24-7, you get all the news, great shows. All of our shows go to podcasts, typically one or two days after the broadcast is heard live on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe to the National Radio, National Security, I'm sorry, and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. And be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the news and the stories and the articles and the videos and the links so that we can help secure America's future. And more than ever now, the way the country is, you want to do that. You can find out more about our show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu nav bar at America on the show or schedule and you will be in the know. So welcome back, Dr. Michael Shoya.
0: We're here again. Welcome. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just missed the beat there, Colonel. I'm glad to be back. It's always good to talk to you.
1: Good talking with you, sir. And I'm glad to be back on the National Security Hour. Um, in this first segment, Mike, I, I I just want to go over it again. You know, this Durham report, uh, it's, it's like, you know, it's not a nothing burger. There's a lot to it. It's very it, shows what, it, it shows what Obama was doing, Obama yeah. was involved. So why don't you open it up for the uh, listener on what's happening, you know, what we see with the Durham report?
0: Well, I, I think I wrote in the last synopsis on our last show that It was an interesting and even enlightening report, but it was a a little sorely missing in suggestions for um, indictments. And now we have a situation, it seems, where everything that we knew from alternate media, from whistleblowers, from uh, various sources was true. It was an entirely staged coup and it was carried out successfully with the help of the CIA, the FBI, the federal government, probably the, the rhinos in the, in, the, in the Congress and in the Senate, but where are we now? You know, we, there was an argument in the Constitutional convention in 1787 about whether our Constitution uh, should uh, have a, uh, an article, a clause maybe, whatever, that allowed in a state of extreme emergency uh, the appointment of a dictator for the period of one year just to keep things going and see if he could straighten them out because the regular government wasn't, wasn't functioning adequately. The, uh, and It seems to me we're about at that point now because the evidence is on the table. The whistleblowers, it's a funny thing. They're trying to turn the whistleblowers into traitors to the United States, the Democrats and, and the bureauc- bureaucrats are. And w- where do we go from here? Uh, the Republicans still haven't come up with any indictments or uh, really much action at all, although um, the, the guy from Ohio, Jim. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, he, he's the Republican from Ohio who runs the, I guess, uh, Judiciary Committee. And Jim he- Jordan. Jim, Jim Jordan, Mike. Jordan, that's right. And he's his uh, he's found out an enormous amount of material that's very damning to the Democrats and their and the in the bureaucrats but they just simply come up there and and they're arrogant and they kind of laugh on him you know that uh, the longer that uh, the current uh, FBI director goes the more he seems as arrogant and as uh, supercilious really as as uh, Comey mm-hmm. so we're in a real jam. We have a real problem. It's documented. We can't get a court to look at it because uh, the courts don't deal in justice anymore for the most part, it seems. And it, it's, um, it's, a, it's a real problem. How do you get off the dime? And- well, here, here's a little article. I'll
1: just take a quote here. The FBI says it won't release the January 6th surveillance videos because it would show too many undercover government agents and informants. Now, what the hell does that mean? We know what it means. Well, it's an admission. Yeah.
0: It's an admission. They staged the whole business, I think, Colonel.
1: Yeah, and then you have this woman, uh, her name is uh, Sanchez, Congressman Sanchez. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, but again, here's this, uh, I guess, going towards middle-aged woman the pink uh, uh, hair endings—they look like uh, hair extensions—and you know she's in the tank. Her sister, there was Loretta and Linda Sanchez, two sisters. You know, probably commies anyway from California. Who, uh, you know, they're 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 going in the face of the people speaking, the whistleblowers, and they're protecting the FBI. Now you would wonder—you remember years ago when the Democrats hated the CIA and hated the FBI and hated mm-hmm. anybody—and now they're on the side of the FBI. So what? What is the purpose of this? You know, a middle-aged woman, you know, who was elected years ago, by the way, her husband got in a little bit of a financial jam with the federal monies, you know, (laughs) Connecticut indicted. So I guess she has to play ball now, right? There's a little ball playing going on tit for tat kind of thing. But the fact that they're saying, Hey, you know, well, what, that's what we want to know. We want to know who, who are the other undercover government agents and we want to know who the informants are? Because isn't that the right of the American citizen? Or do we just go with the Saddam Hussein regime kind of thing of like, uh, remember, that's what they attacked that guy for in the Middle East. What was his name? Saddam Hussein. Do you remember that trillion dollar war that we had, Mike, you were, you were (laughs) out of the agency. You were, were you in the agency at that time?
0: I was there at the start.
1: I left in 2004. Okay, so you were at the agency and we needed to do that, to to give those people the purple thumb so the women can stick their their thumb in the uh, in the ink and, you know, get that vote and get rid of that uh, totalitarian dictator, Saddam Hussein. So what are we doing here in America?
0: (laughs) What are we doing here in America, ladies and gentlemen? Drown some Democrats in ink, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know, I know what to do, but we can't talk about it all too much. But I I think it's a I think it's a coming becoming very clear that the number of options for fixing the situation are dwindling. Oh, yes. And And the nerve of them and the nerve of them,
1: Mike, to ask (laughs) for billions of dollars. Now, check this out. Billions of dollars to build a palace de Versailles, bigger than the Pentagon for their next headquarters, FBI headquarters, whether it be in Virginia or Maryland, which is the tug of war now. Now. I always said for years, whenever you got to deal with, you know, agencies, you got to put them in little towns in America. You know, let them let the spread the peanut butter kind of thing. You know, let the wealth yeah. get out there. Let the let the salt of the earth kind of people, you know, the ones who voted for the, these guys, you know, uh, let those little towns get the FBI because the FBI would have a better lifestyle. They could get to school on time. You know I mean, they maybe even get private school, you know, a lot more bang for the buck living in uh, Huntsville, Alabama or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Little Rock, Arkansas, a little, a lot more diversity DEI ready available 24 seven. You know what I mean? You know, somewhere out there, why do you have to be in Maryland? Because you just jam up the traffic anyway with more jobs. Right. And uh, you know, databases and data, data cloud centers. So now they want billions of dollars. And uh, this is where I think the Republicans again, We'll poop the pants and put the depends on, all right? Um, they should just say, hey, there's no funding until we figure out what's going on. We need the videos, no funding. You know, go, go to the
0: Quonset hut and set up your shop, you know? Yeah, just be just be frank. You guys are attacking the country. Why should we build you a new building to make you attack us in more comfort? Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying, we're going to pay for the hollow point bullets for the IRS agents to kill you. And yes, if sir. they don't do it, Yeah. And if they don't do it, they'll pass it along to the new coming uh, people that are claiming asylum, asylum. Uh, Nobody claims asylum like they do. This is a total invasion. In fact, somebody told me today on a on a message on an email, they said, well, this is Agenda 2030. I don't care what it is right now. It's 2023. Okay, And if they're going to flood the uh, the United States with these Sub-Saharan's and I, I looked at a picture today, it's amazing. Right outside the newly renovated Roosevelt Hotel, which I bet you has got to be 345 minimum, you know, to get in there a day, 345 a day. You got to see the lineup. They look like they came right out of Ethiopia, Sudan, Somalia. And, uh, oh, they're only claiming asylum, you know. But who brought them here? How, how does somebody there who's not making 200 a month travel all the way to Mexico and they get all over the border? Get a bus ride here, a bus ride there, a bus right here, right? Somebody's paying for all these flights, and I wonder which government and agencies they are. I won't say them; they
0: all start with a U, right? That's, and they, that's they also subcontract. Oh yes, a lot of them subcontract to private companies, so you really don't think it's a U.S. flight, mm-hmm. a U.S. government flight, when they go pick yeah. these people up either in Central America or Africa and, or Afghanistan and bring them in. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it's, a, it's a very easy way to screen the fact from the American people. It's not like all these people from Africa just suddenly showed up in New York on kayaks.
1: Oh, yes. No, this is well planned. It's been planned. And this is why you had to have Biden and O'Biden, or rather Obama three with O'Biden at the head, you know, just a puppet guy uh, leading the country. And then having the post-COVID, and then and then just bring all the diseases in. All you can just imagine what's going to happen now with hospitals and hotels, you know. And I'm not even going to get into the clown story in New York with Eric Adams because coming up in the next segment, in our next segment, right after commercial, we're going to have Judge Janine Piero talk about that. So she's going to put the nail on that one. All right, with. Uh, the mayor who can't control, what is it, 60, 70,000 people in a in a city of 8 million? What did they used to have that show years ago, Mike,
0: called The Naked City? Remember naked The Naked City? city? The New, York naked city. Could, New York could be the stupid city. <laughs> well, it, it's been stupid I the don't know if it meant a TV show or not, but I think that's probably
1: true. No, I think we should have what we should have right now for New York is The Twilight Zone Part Two, because that's where we are. We are in the twilight zone in New York City. Hey, we got a few more minutes in the first segment. So Dorum, I think, was nice in saying, hey, thanks, but no thanks. I appreciate the money. What, what did we spend on it? $40, $50 million? Another $40, $50 million? Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's chump change. It's like coffee today in the D.C. metro area, right? <laughs> and uh, and And ladies and gentlemen, you know, around, don't forget, you're on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud talk radio network. Hey, don't forget, you have to uh, remember when you're looking at your capital city, there's more homicides than ever. Another couple of shootouts this week, one here and there, another car crash, one of these idiots. We had a Maryland State Trooper uh, standing by on construction sitting in his uh, cruiser, one of those $80,000 cruisers. And a guy was just texting or doing something, lost control. Smashed at the guys that was air back to a special hospital. So uh, anytime you're coming in for that uh, summer uh, post, let's say post Memorial Day uh, visit to Washington, make sure you keep your hands in your pockets and uh, look over your shoulder, your right shoulder, your left shoulder over your back. You know, try to do like the marionettes. Have your head spin around a couple of times. This is not the most safe the city coming to visit your nation's capital. Now it is safe if you're in the Capitol building because they have bodyguards everywhere. For the people who don't want guns, they love guns. They have guns all over, but for you, no guns allowed, Mm -mm, only criminals, only criminals can get them. And if you got extra ammo, throw it on the street. Criminals always appreciate extra ammo. It's like getting uh, peanuts for the elephants, you know, just throw the extra ammo on the side of the road.
2: You know, Colonel, I read this
0: morning that, uh, They're fitting out all the congressmen and senators with satellite phones for some
1: reason. Really? Really? Yeah. So maybe they want to take down the cell phones. Who knows? That's maybe the next move they want to do. Satellite satellite phone?
0: Satellite phone is what it said. And I heard it from two different uh, reports.
1: Oh, isn't that amazing? That is something else. Yeah. Satellite phone. So you see, when it comes to money, all of this budget and this budget argument we'll talk about in the last segment, which I think is you know, the most dangerous, this is the time to do whatever you have to do and just say, no, 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 no. But you know, they're going to fold. They're going to make a big movie here. It's going to be one of these, you know, take two, take two, uh, scene three, you know, oh, well, you know, we we had to save the social security. Oh, well, you know, uh, we had the veterans payroll. Oh, well, you know, we had the Medicare system. No, everybody just starves for a month. I'd rather everybody just starve for a month. Eat tuna fish out of a can like a cat, you know, eat Cheerios, have some cereal or something. Let's hold their feet to the fire. You know, if you can't live beyond a month, then you know you're in bad shape because they're sending every. Let Stop sending everything. What are you talking about? We got we to we compromise. You're sending hundreds of billions of dollars to,
0: to Zelensky. Well, Come it's, on. And the Social Security has been a scam since Vietnam because that's where the Social Security fund now is deposited. Yes
1: that's it it's all gone there's nothing it's printing it out of thin air it's fiat currency uh we'll talk about that in the last segment but before we go to the break we have another minute oh we're going up on the last minute mike so you get 30 seconds
0: (laughs) can you do it (laughs) i think maybe they should have put that clause in the constitution that allowed a dictator to come in for a year and kick ass defeat enemies and uh, then go home to his farm Uh, Cincinnati's like we're going to have to put
1: that in the footnotes. I don't remember reading that in school. I remember, yeah. Sam Ad, I remember Sam Adams said, when I die and I'm buried, I want you to make a beer after me. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the other important one I was going to raise, but you beat me to it.
1: All right. So they named the beer after him. Hey, listen, we're going to have Judge Jeanine coming up in the seg- second segment. We want to thank you for listening to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Be here or be nowhere with liberty and justice for all. Coming up on a commercial, see you on the other side.
3: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best go to outloudcare.com today and use code outloud for 25% off
2: your first order whether you're an independent a democrat or a republican one thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally you've all heard Malcolm and the great dr peter mccullough talk about the advanced nasal solution cofix rx CoFix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? CoFixRx took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of CofixRx nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a CofixRx nasal solution cleanse. That's COFIXRx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at CofixRx.com. AmericaOutLoud.com
4: Yeah, it's great to talk to you. I'm sorry you left New York, but I, I tell you, I'd rather be where you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everybody says that. Hey, Judge, you know, there's a lot going on. So we're so happy. What a week to have you on. It's so great. I mean, we, yeah. we got so many questions, but let's start it out with uh, let's do the uh, the Durham report. OK. OK. We oh, have right. Nancy Pelosi, pure liar, Nancy Pelosi lying. We have the FBI ditching three Clinton Foundation investigations. We have the CIA gets away with it. There's not even a mention, the CIA. you go frygie. go ahead.
4: Okay. Well, you know what? I wrote crimes against America, which is pretty much a uh, running chronology of every day in America. And it is further confirmed by the Durham report. OK, it's seven years, a little late as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they didn't impanel until 2019. So it's really four years, but nobody's listening. And here's the bottom line. There's no consequence. Look, we knew they were corrupt. Then you find out that Hillary Clinton told Joe and Barack that, you know what, I'm going to create this Russia collusion thing so that they can get off my email scandal, which her buddy, Jim Comey, who was the head of the FBI that I knew in New York, comes out and says, we can't prosecute. No reasonable uh, prosecutor would prosecute Hillary. Are you kidding me? I could prosecute her. Anyone could prosecute her. But this is something where they are lying to our faces. Durham proved it. Everything that we thought was the case is the case. You've got a FISA court judge, which is the one thing that still infuriates me because I was the judge. If somebody came before me with a warrant to wiretap, Taking away someone else's uh, Fourth Amendment rights to be free from unwarranted searches and seizures, and you allow unverified uh, 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 affidavits to come in, and you spy on someone running for president and even after he's president? I mean, this is what they do in third world countries, but we knew that. We knew Adam Schiff was lying through his, through his teeth when he said, oh, I've got uh, reasonable evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. We know that FBI at the top level is corrupt. We know the department today is still corrupt. You've got Merrick Garland saying that, uh, you know, Department of Justice, we got to go after domestic terrorists. Parents of children are concerned about the kids being raped in a bathroom by some idiot who identifies as uh, the opposite, as a different sex than he really is. So the Durham report is all nice and great. It confirms what we already knew. Is anyone going to lose their job or get indicted? You know, Comey, Strzok, Page, uh, uh, McCabe, all of them. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Hillary Clinton's the one who tore this country apart with the Russia collusion. We were at each other's throats. People were unfriending us if we were Republicans because, you know, your Donald Trump was a Putin uh, asset and a, a Russian uh, uh, mm-hmm. ally. That was all nonsense, but it continues till today. It continued with COVID. We'll never get the answer. We've got billions going to the schools through Randy Weingarten who kicks it back and Democrat contributions where our kids are out of school, but they're in school in China and Russia. Our kids are having breakdowns and can't even read at a proficient level, which I talk about in Crimes Against America. I mean, our kids in the first paragraph I talk about the fact That there are uh, national studies, our kids are graduating, they're not even proficient in reading and math. And it is a takedown of this country. Law and order is anarchy and chaos. Uh, Soros funded prosecutors, the elimination of bail, uh, people lying to us through our teeth, the southern border being open and being, uh, you know, overrun. I've got a mayor here in New York City where I am right now who says, we can't take 61,000 illegals. That's too many. Hell, we're the biggest city in the United States. We've got 8 million people and the biggest budget. You can't take (laughs) 61,000. But we've got millions at the southern border. They should be overrun. They should have to suffer the brunt of this. We've got fentanyl coming into the country. I didn't hear Joe Biden mention the word fentanyl for a year and a half, never even came out of his mouth. And Joe Biden is cognitively declining by the minute. He is arrogant. He is condescending toward the press. He smirks at the press and waddles away in whatever direction they tell him to go. This and is Judge, a crime we, well, we against have, America. Yeah, go ahead. Did
1: we have 109,000 children die from fentanyl? And that's not a crisis, not at all.
4: Yeah, no, it's not. And it's going to get worse because they're establishing the artery in the United States and Biden administration is releasing illegals en masse. No alien registration number. And by the way, the humanitarian side of this, New York Times talks about the fact that these kids of illegals are being used as, as enslaved labor. I mean, then violation of the child labor laws. It is, it is lunacy what's going on. They are taking down our republic. And they are uh, in a position where they are capable of doing it.
1: Oh, really? So let me ask you, Judge, is there any way that Congress has the power to charge these people with treason?
4: Uh, No, Congress doesn't have the power to indict. All Congress can do is talk. And in the end, uh, they can talk till till the cows come home, but they're not going to be able to in any way charge anyone with a crime. It's simply going to be, yeah, they did all these terrible things. Isn't it awful? The mainstream media will not even comment on it. And uh, we're left with a country where, the people that are in charge are literally against Americans in this country. It's not fair. And it's not right.
0: Dr. Mike. Judge, is there any reason that um, Durham could not have included uh, requests for indictments of the people he investigated in, in his report? Thank
4: you. Is there any way Durham? I'm sorry. I didn't get that.
0: Is there any way that is it? Would it have been uh, improper or not within the rules for Durham to suggest uh, uh, indictments?
4: He could have. Yeah, he could have suggested it. He could have
0: done
4: it. He's not going to do it because he's part of the establishment. You know, I have no faith in anyone anymore, whether it's the Department of Justice, the FBI. They are not concerned about anything but themselves. They take care of each other in the end. And uh, they end up, you know, one hand washes the other, which is why, um, you know, they they're so long in Washington. They go from prosecutors to judges and then they get monitorships, they vacation together. It is a swamp. And when Donald Trump talked about fake news, he was not kidding. You know, it was the news that we're getting in this country is not reflective of what's going on.
0: No, I think that's exactly right. The thing that gave it away for me with Durham and his report was that We're we're very confident that foreign countries were involved with this. And yet he said Uh, there's there's nothing to do with that.
4: Yeah. Well, I don't really care about Durham at this point because it doesn't make a damn bit of difference right now. We already know what happened. We already know how it happened. We know why it happened. And in the end, no one is going to be prosecuted. Jim Comey perjured himself before Congress, many of them did, and there's no accountability. And there's also no accountability for regular crimes, whether it is, you know, a progressive DA who makes a decision that he's not going to indict anyone or with these cashless bail in the end, every every criminal gets to walk out before the paperwork is done. It's upside down Judge. It is. And that's why I wrote Crimes Against America. It is totally upside down. And uh, there's no hope unless we get new people in office, new DAs and other people who will be in a position to change America. So if you get the book, you'll see what I'm talking about. I, you know, I go through it uh, totally with footnotes and everything else describing how the takedown has occurred. And it's almost like we didn't even see it. It happened overnight. But that's what happens. People now believe in socialism. Everything is backwards.
1: And then next week, they're going to have 81 countries or I think the first yeah, first week of June, 81 countries will join in St. Petersburg to talk about joining the BRICS money. And uh, they're going to want to cash in on those U.S. treasuries. So I think now's a good time to say, hey, we're bankrupt.
4: (laughs) Yeah. um, And yeah. And you know what? While we continue to do this, while the debt is $31 trillion in the end. I mean, we're doing nothing but indebting our children, our grandchildren, and there's no accountability. No one cares.
0: Terrible, Mike. Yeah, I. I we hear a lot of um, news about uh, a state attorney generals preparing to go after um, the the, the trade in children. Is that a, is that an opportunity to get at the federal? I'm sorry. I'm
4: sorry. Say it again.
0: I was just uh, there, there's been a lot of uh, discussion and we've talked to a couple of state uh, attorney generals. Um, uh, is is it possible for the the, pro, the approaches they're going to make in court? Against the federal government for uh,
4: no, the state attorney generals cannot affect the federal government, only the federal government can affect the federal government
0: yeah
4: um you know they only they can decide on term limits, only they can decide on prosecutions. the state cannot prosecute the federal government it doesn't happen that way
1: mm. boy that's a binding
0: Awesome. Oh, the, the
1: so give us a little bit more about your book then, Judge. Go ahead.
4: Okay, all right. I'm sorry, I'm kind of moving and I don't need to be uh, so choppy. That's okay. But uh, That's what fine. we've what we've got in in the book is a you know a chronology basically is what of what is happening every day in this country. That um, whether it is the education system, the criminal justice system, the political system, the medical system as with COVID. Um, everything is backwards and upside down. And if you talk to people in socialist countries, they will tell you the same thing, that it happens overnight. And once you've got like a CIA and 51 intelligence officers who are lying and saying that they wanted to give a candidate in a presidential election uh, a uh, talking point, then you know that we've we've crossed the Rubicon. And uh, there isn't going to be a lot that we can do other than try to hold their feet to the fire and make sure that, uh, you know, we elect people who are honest and capable, not people who talk to talk, but people who walk the walk. So, um, you know, it's all in the book uh, Crimes Against America, the left's takedown of our republic. And it is you know, chapter and verse of how it happened. And it's all on the left and everything from gaslighting uh, to the fact that we're no longer a sovereign nation. We are nothing more today than a globalist landing spot with benefits. Anyone can demand to come in. We don't even give them alien registration numbers. uh, And they're taking the Biden administration to court to stop them from releasing them en masse without an alien registration number. So um, it is a, uh, it's almost a a scary situation. But as I say in the book, you know, it was Abraham Lincoln who is the one who said that if this country is going to be taken down, it will be taken down from within that no one is great enough or big enough to destroy America, that if America is to die, it will die by suicide. And that's what is happening little by little. But I do have hope that in the end, in the end, people will understand how serious this is and, uh, you know, fight to make sure that we keep this country so that we don't have to have people like Daniel Penny, a Marine in a subway car, makes a decision that he's got to help his fellow New Yorkers from a psychiatric psychotic guy in the middle of a schizophrenic episode. Uh, and now he's indicted by a progressive DA. That's what the book's about. And, uh, you know, I it's chapter and verse, footnotes and everything else.
1: Well, thank you. Mike, go ahead.
0: Yeah, it's it seems to me that it's it's a weak read to lean on, Judge, to think that the next election in 2024 is going to make any difference.
4: Well, we know Early now August what
0: we were, the last two were rigged 2020 and 2022 without without question, although that's yeah. apparently a, a treason to say that now these days. But how are we what happens then when when things doesn't don't change? I, I think, you know, I, pr- I I praise God every night that the Second Amendment remains in the Constitution because I don't know how else to take care of these
4: vermin. Well, uh, obviously, you know, we're not promoting vigilantism, but in the end, uh, at least we know now what we're confronting. You know, America was a little naive. It was Donald Trump who first introduced us to the concept of fake news. We didn't even know what that meant. But now we know that not all the news is accurate. Now we know that people who talk out, out of both sides of their mouths. You know, can't be believed. Now we know to look for whether it's a D.A. or a school board member or a president, you know, who's going to deliver uh, and who has actually talked, walk the walk and not just talk the talk. So, you know, we're a little smarter, I think, as a nation. But what it's going to take also is, uh, you know, for people to recognize how bad it is. But it's been worse. We've had a civil war. At least now we're in a situation where, uh, you know, we are not that far, but we can change if we try.
0: Well, it's dramatically different than the civil war, though. What we had was two republics fighting each other. Now we're fighting, uh, as you say, uh, communists or socialists, uh, without, uh, one, with one side not carrying a lick about uh, the other
4: yeah and, and yeah and it, it we are divided and we're divided as americans and uh it is it happened with hillary clinton i blame her with the russia collusion delusion that's when it started the left jumped on that and they did gaslighting i do a whole section uh, of the book crimes against america on gaslighting and how they lied to us how they canceled us how they're cutting back our first amendment if you don't say it the way they want it to be said then you're going to be canceled you're going to lose your job you're going to be ostracized uh and uh you know it uh, the fbi by the way not only are they not changing but In the budget, uh, we've got senators, Republican senators who voted for a brand new building for the FBI as if, you know, we don't have enough problems, but let's let let them build a palace for themselves. They said. But anyway, guys, I got to run. I've got another call coming in. But I really appreciate being with you guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye bye. Uh,
2: It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all.
5: Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
6: World-class care from doctors you can trust. All from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of big pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose. and effectively clean not just rinse like a saline but wash your nose clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion opens your airway and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong read the research studies for yourself at clear.com that's x-l-e-a-r.com protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe pick up a bottle for you and your family today
5: these days every time you turn on the news it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to healthycell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. Healthycell.com code OUTLOUD. Healthycell.com code OUTLOUD.
7: One of the biggest advances in nutraceuticals and supplements is Healthy Cell. And the Healthy Cell line is extensive. I typically focus on the Microgel technology. Three major products here. Immune Super Boost, the Focus and Recall, and then the REM Sleep Supplement. Each one of these is complementary and they can uh, have a role, I think, in the health of your life each and every day. I know they do. In my case, many of you know after COVID-19 twice, I spent almost the entire year in 2022 with the upper respiratory tract illness. Now, thankfully, I'm through the first two months of 2023, and I've been diligent with the Immune Super Boost in the morning, followed by Focus and Energy, and then in the evening time, the REM sleep supplement. The microgel technology works, and boy, does it work fast. So go to our website, America Out Loud Talk Radio find the banner bar for Healthy Cell, click on it, and that'll take you to the site to get a discount on your purchase of all Healthy Cell products. So let's get real, let's get loud on America Loud Talk Radio.
2: We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is
3: Hello America, this is Dell Wilbur inviting you to join me as we take a two-minute stroll through history on America Out Loud. November 6, 1860, Abraham Lincoln is elected the 16th President of the United States, becoming the first Republican to win the presidency. Lincoln received only 40 percent of the popular vote but handily defeated the three other candidates, Southern Democrat John C. Breckinridge, Constitutional Union candidate John Bell, and Northern Democrat Stephen Douglas, a U.S. Senator for Illinois. Lincoln first gained national stature during his campaign against Stephen Douglas of Illinois for a U.S. Senate seat in 1858. The senatorial campaign featured a remarkable series of public encounters on the slavery issue known as the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Lincoln lost the Senate race but his campaign brought national attention to the young Republican Party. In 1860, Lincoln won the party's presidential nomination. By the time of Lincoln's inauguration on March 4, 1861, seven states had seceded and the Confederate States of America had been formally established with Jefferson Davis as its elected president. One month later, the American Civil War began when Confederate forces under General P.G.T. Beauregard opened fire on Union-held Fort Sumter in South Carolina. In April 1865, Lincoln was assassinated by Confederate sympathizer John Wilkes Booth at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. For preserving the Union and bringing an end to slavery, and for his unique character and powerful oratory, Lincoln is hailed as one of the greatest American presidents. This is Del Wilbur, and this has been a two-minute stroll through history on America Out Loud.
1: Back. Well, you're on the National Security Hour with military and intel experts on AmericaOutloud.com radio network. Boy, she was unbelievable, huh? Just what we thought, right, Mike? Was Judge Denine?
0: She was a go-ahead uh, locomotive. Yes, <laughs> she, she was a talker, and she said what she wanted to and had to go. That's it. She was it in and
1: out. It's like a burger out in California. It's called the in and out burger. <laughs> so she was in and she was out. But we want to thank her for coming on and visiting with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike on the National Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with liberty and justice for all. So, Mike, in the final hour, we're going to need a little bit of time here. Um, I think let's just dissect this. Mary had on America the Americareport.org that Obama. And Biden and Hillary were all in on the deal. what's your take on that?
0: Well, I think it's what we've been hearing certainly from uh, the few uh, mainstream media outlets that will use it, but it's been pretty c- common knowledge in uh, uh, in the alternate media. even some of it has been common knowledge uh, 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 from the cue bo- from the cue boards so it's, it's not a surprise, it shouldn't be a surprise to the Congress, but it's got to be addressed and I think that's where where as I said earlier, I think that's where Durham let the country down with no suggestions for, for indictments. Uh, Hillary uh, does when you read the, when they read the darn thing it's pretty clear that she is the master uh, at, the, at the center of the web and I uh, there's all kinds of things to, to look at regarding her. Probably one of the most important being who, if she had Seth Rich killed uh, for passing information to um, uh, the guy that's now in jail in, uh, in London or somewhere, um, the WikiLeaks guy. So, you know, again, Colonel, we, we, we've talked about this. Everybody's talked about it. We just don't have... A mechanism. It's it's very difficult to get rid of a dictator, which Biden administ- the Biden administration is writ large. It's hard to get rid of a dictator if you don't have an opposition that frightens them. And the way they behave in the Congress, Ray was a perfect example. They're not afraid of anybody.
1: Well, I guess they have it all set up. You have the, the Justice Department, you have the judges, You have the FBI. You have the CIA. So, you know, who do we get? The weather report. What do we get? Noah, who do we get on this deal?
0: We got the Second Amendment.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, that's what it's there for. They always talk about it's there for, you know, the Second Amendment's there to take care of the First Amendment, this amendment, that amendment. But at this point, you know, it's so militarized. How does how does this work?
0: Yeah, I don't know, Colonel. The big the big question that is not answered is how much of the military is loyal and how much of it is as despicable as as Biden and uh, Hillary and Obama? I don't Mike, I, I don't you know we test that. There was a time back in the day
1: when the military was loyal, okay, and I'm sure there's still guys that are loyal, right? But look at what's happened since the last couple of years. The military split, you have a woke military. You have people that stayed in there because they woke. You have people who left because they were unwoke. And then we always thought, you know, since we're kids, military would never go against the country. but look what they did on Capitol Hill with National Guard. Yeah, look what they did on Capitol Hill with police. And
0: look what they're right. not doing at the border.
1: Yeah, look what they're not doing at the border. Again, you know, we say it all the time. The budget is 980 billion a year, and they're doing nothing. Right. So why are we? And now there was another bu- budget uh, they were talking about. We have to. Def- and this is the Republicans. We have to um, make sure that we have our military and defense strong. We want to make sure that is, uh, you know, in the budget uh, debate that we have enough for our military. Why do you need enough for your military if they can't take care of the border? Who 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 are you trying to impress? To protect who? Taiwan? Protect Korea?
0: Who you want to protect? Well and they yeah. haven't won a war since 1945 too. Yeah, but who who are they who do they want to protect? They don't want to protect us. They want to protect the, their institution, I think, Colonel. Yeah, it's the institution
1: and they want to protect, you know, their interests in the defense business which is called the military industrial complex, right?
5: Well, and from- now we have
1: Good. Ahead. Go ahead. No, the media industrial complex too. Yeah. I mean, come on. 500 million dollars NPR and PBS. So you know when they, you know, when McCarthy speaks. Sometimes he sounds like a clown too. No hard feelings, Kevin. But you sound like a clown. You know what I mean? To say, well, we, you know, we got to support our veterans. We got to support our military. I get it. But how about you support the American citizens who are paying for all this by closing the border? You could do that. You guys could do that. You could send down National Guard. You can, you can, you can get the Army down there. You could talk, call the Defense Department and say, look, we don't have a budget. You guys get your ass down there and do what you got to do. If you don't have borders, if you don't have language, if you don't have a culture, BLC, Michael Savage coined it, borders, language, and culture. If you don't have it, you don't have a country, right? We're just mentally masturbating, talking about a border, a no border, a country, no country. Step up to the plate. Call these people out. Dial your Congress people. Harass them, email, fax them, do whatever you got to do. If you're coming to D.C. and they're still in session, go visit them. And watch how you're treated. You know, can can I check your pocketbook, please? Do do you have any nasal spray? Oh, oh, is that hygiene? What What is that? Sanitizer? Is that a tampon I see there? Can I check it, please? Make sure it's not a bomb. That's how they'll treat you. OK, but people coming across the border, they're not even asking them what's in the backpack. Right. They're not asking them what's in the backpack and they don't ask them who gave them the backpack. No. Right. So this is how they treat you. And recently in TSA, I don't know if you're, you're aware of this, Mike, the latest gig in TSA now. Is a uh, based on your license There's a number on your ticket. They have a number or letter on your ticket and all of a sudden they come by and they swab your hands for uh, gunpowder. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, and I wonder how they know. That's because the credit card companies are giving the information to the FBI of cardholders card holders who buy ammunition or rifles. Or yeah, they're, doing, they're doing a little bit of a of, of hand swipe.
1: Yeah, You know, uh, I had that done to me a couple of times a couple of years ago. Guy said, can you step on the side here, son? I sure can. Put those gloves on. And he's patting me down. I said, wait, what are you looking for? I, I ain't got no cats and dogs. There ain't no litter. You know, I ain't got no pet hair on me. What's the, what's this all about? And he goes, Well, you came up like what what, what? what came up? How did that come up? Since I went on the, the belt here, it came up over here. What's going on? And uh, he said to me, "We well, you know we're just going to do a little bit of gunpowder search. Gunpowder search. What are you kidding me? They, they they were swabbing me with. And now this is a popular thing. I guess uh, facial recognition, voice recognition. I have no idea." But uh, if you're out there, MAGA fans and uh, Tea Party, you know, anybody for freedom, expect a little pat down at your friendly TSA stop. If they could speak English, they'll tell you what they're doing.
0: You know, we we've fought in this country, at least in my lifetime, against the national police force. And now we have three. We have those people who work for TSA. We have the people who work for the Department of Homeland Security. And clearly, you know, Hoover was a genius. He made the FBI look like good guys when they're really just a national police force that not only uh, acts illegally, but also does not care about the dividing line between uh, state authority, local authority, and federal authority. It's It's a wrecking ball that has to go through this business, you know. I just hope the governor of Virginia has enough uh, courage to say, uh-uh, no FBI in Virginia," or this will just be. They out. want that.
1: No, no, they want that, Mike. They want that. That's big money. That's big money. People go to Seven Eleven. They give you the story. They go to Seven Eleven. They shop at Wegmans. You know, look at they buy houses. You know what I mean? It's. It's all economics. It's like the school, the school scam. Remember the school scam? Oh, if they come here, they're going to rent a bit room, they're going to eat a pizza, they're going to have uh, Indian food. It's all a scam. It's all about economics. Oh,
0: we want it. We love, know, it and love it. People ought to realize that it's, it'd be like inviting the Gestapo <laughs> to come and settle in Virginia. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an occupation force for all, for all purposes. How so many we, agents? How many agents are in the FBI now, Mike? You know, I don't, I don't know, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and not enough to have uh, anybody solve a math problem, but probably <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> not, not uh, enough to solve a math problem. <laughs> probably, in terms of champion liars, deceitfulness, treason, treachery, thousands of them. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah.